One such story was the storm that hit Durban in KwaZulu-Natal, causing a container of plastic noodles to spill into the ocean in the harbour. Listeners contacted us on social media platforms to tell us about the issue. On close investigation, it became clear that neither the Port Authority nor the Department of Environmental Affairs realised the scale of the problem. During an interview about the plastic spillage, the Minister of Environmental Affairs, Dr Edna Mulewa, at first did not know about the incident. This is how the story unfolded on air. And then also speaking of that plastic pellets that were yeah. what's going to happen with that? I see photos of the barge and that aren't still in the harbour, no clean-up happening. I want to say to South Africans that we can do something to reverse the plastic pellets in the oceans. We became aware of this quite a while ago, some three years ago, two years ago. Spectrum is echter aangedrang op a antwoord. But except for that, the last storm in Durban uh, two weeks ago damaged a ship. Oh yes, yeah. A whole container of pellets. Fortunately on that, we now have a South Africa within our oceans economy space, we now have a program that is uh, led by the Department of Transport where we have uh, any form of spillage that we require to clean. And there's money for insurance that we're fortunately paid up now that actually helps us to clean up those areas. And that's what's going to happen. And so the Department of Transport will lead that. So that is uh, really going to have to happen very quicker and quicker than before. Kenners meen dat die plastiek besoedelingsramp wat ontvou in KwaZulu-Natal net so groot of dat groter kan wees as die olieramp vier jaar gelede in diezelfde gebied. So terwijl die minister sê die departement van vervoer is verantwoordelik vir die skoonmaakoperatie, het Spectrum probeer uitvind of die noodplan al geactiveer is en hoekom eerst twee weke na die storm. Somebody from the department about that plastic spillage in KZN in the harbour after the big storms. The what? The plastic spillage, do you know about the spillage, the plastic? Oh yes, you need to you need to speak to our maritime SAMSA. SAMSA. The South African Maritime is the South African Maritime Safety Authority, Ooh. which is our entity. Is it are they the ones that are also activated? Ons is letterlijk van bakboord na stierboord gestuur sonder enige sukses. Hi, Kalani. Suzanne Paxton here from SABC Radio News, your media office. And Sorry? Who is in your media office, your media spokesperson? And can I speak to you? The noodle spillage and the slow movement of the government to put their disaster management plan into action also propelled the issue of plastic pollution prominently into the spotlight. The strong currents moved the noodles up and down the coastline and there were even the risk of pollution in the Isimangalisu wetland areas. After many radio reports and community-driven clean-up operations, the company responsible for the spillage said they would pay for the clean-up operation and appointed the company dries it. In the meantime, it became clear that our listeners had to be educated on how to recycle. To help listeners understand the process, I spoke to different organizations and individuals about plastic recycling. We're also looking at solutions upstream. So as I mentioned, some plastic materials can't be recycled. And so if we can redesign those products or look at alternative materials, that can help as well. The World Economic Forum projects that there will be more plastic than fish in the ocean by 2050. And up to 80% of marine litter is in fact plastic debris. 
But the journey of plastic and other rubble that pollute our environment took another turn as I visited the turtle breeding grounds in Sudwana in the Isimangalisu wetlands. Even in this magical place, the impact of plastic pollution, poaching and other environmental factors became clear. I spoke to Peter Jacobs from Ufudu Turtle Tours and Professor Renal Nell from the Nelson Mandela University about the survival chances of the sea turtle on our coast. Zodra een specie geluis word as kritisch bedreig, is daar redelijk een sterk indikasie. En dit was kennelijk maar dis, dis data die site is, wat statistisch sal wees dat daar specie oor zekere aantal jare sal uitsterf. En veeskulpaars van weer een baie groot gedeelte van hulle tyd op die oppervlak, um, wat hulle moet natuurlijk asemal. En afgezien daarvan hulle, is hulle geneig om of deersichtige, of wit of blauw goeders bijt, want dit is wat hulle, hoe hulle kostlijk vooral vir eerste dekade. En een van die aanpassings wat veeskulpaar het om op jellyfish te voed, is dat hulle slikderm lyk basis soos een speldekissing. And while the focus on plastic still continues, we can't ignore the other pressing environmental issues. It seems that sand parks are doing such a good job of catching poachers, criminals are now moving to targets that are easier, namely the private rhino owner. Unfortunately, I received numerous complaints from private rhino owners that the authorities don't want to help them. In one specific case at Talamanzi at Groot Mariku in Northwest, four rhinos were poached in four years. A desperate owner phoned one evening to tell me that a fifth rhino was poached, even though they helped the police to catch the poaching syndicate responsible for the poaching of the other four rhinos. The owner desperately needed help to get to the bottom of the case, as the police, hawks and prosecutors were not investigating the case as the court ordered. This became a battle of note on air between me, the police spokesperson and the Northwest Department of Environmental Affairs. Some people will give you wrong information. Mm-hmm. And the wrong information flies more than the truth. This case of Salamanzi, mm-hmm. this case, case number nine, like you are saying, mm-hmm. because there are two. Rhino poaching happened twice. This is echter not true, because there were already four in our case number nine. The other one is case number... Nadat sy my probeer recht help het wat betref die inlichting wat aan my verskaf is, moes ek haar eers recht help met die saaknommer. The police received information that there are people that want to go and do rhino poaching at rhino... What is the name of the place? At, uh, at uh, Talamanzi. Talamanzi, yeah. yes. They got an information that there are people who want to go and... Dit het later duidelik geworden dat die kolonel nie die rechte inlichting het oor die saak nie en onder die verkeerde indruk is oor die feite van die saak. Ek het onderneem om vir die inlichting met die saaknommer te verskaf. Intussen het ek ook navraag by die departement van omgevingssake gedoen oor die kwestie, maar het ook nie veel gevorder nie. Hi, um, I'm looking for Tandiwe. It's Suzanne Paxson here from SABC Radio News in Johannesburg. Okay, just hold a moment. Thank you. Yes. Um, you are? Uh, Suzanne, my name is Suzanne. Can you please spell it for me? S U Z H. No, S S for Suzanne. S Sugar. You. The farmer was later threatened by role players in the investigation, only once again to be exposed as I kept on investigating this case. The police commissioner in Northwest eventually acknowledged that there is something wrong in the way the police investigated these poaching cases. 
Yes, I'm not necessarily having information regarding all the cases, but what we know is that, yes, actually, first of all, I think we should also uh, indicate that we are also worried about these cases where we take a long attempt to make sure that uh, we arrest the suspects. But it's not because, uh, as the police, we are sitting down, we are not doing anything. Investigation, particularly, that to run This is only a small window into the daily news cycle of environmental reporting for Aris Gheer. The educating of our listeners about our magical animal kingdom in South Africa is one of the most challenging yet satisfying beats. The listeners of Arisghe's hunger for information and to learn and actively take part in making this a better world makes the long hours, fights, sad moments when another rhino, lion or any other animal is lost worthwhile. My name is Suzanne Paxton. I'm the presenter of the midday program Spectrum on Arisghe, environmental journalist and environmental activist. I have a voice and I know how to use it.